0: You're listening to the God Stories Radio podcast with Fritz, Mike, and Tina, bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement through the power of the Christian testimony. Listen live on the Mixler app and follow us on your favorite platform, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Radio.com. Stay connected with us on Facebook and Twitter at God Stories Radio.
1: And welcome, everyone, to this edition of God Stories Radio. This is session 238. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike.
0: And I'm Tina.
1: What's going on, guys? It's Thursday night. It we is. made it through another
0: week. Yes, of... we
1: did. We're not scared.
0: Yep. <laughs> of this COVID 19 thing.
1: You better believe it. And uh, I want to welcome back to the studio, Mr. Joe Ormsby. Hey, oh, everybody. What difference does God make podcast? Uh, he's local, fact, a neighbor almost. So. Uh, we invited him over. We know he's clean. He's good.
2: <laughs> Thanks for having me back.
1: You betcha. What's going on, Mikey?
3: Just trying to make it through these weeks here. It's uh it's crazy out there. It's unbelievable. The 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 people, the amount of people that are as you said scared. It's unbelievable. You scared? Not me. No way.
1: I'm I know where I'm going. You're essential. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> what's going on over there on that side of the table
0: hey life is good I'm happy you know I, it's funny because I know everybody or not I shouldn't say everybody but a lot of people are feeling panicked and worried and scared etc during this time. I seem to feel the opposite right now. I'm grateful for the time to breathe. I'm grateful just for the fact that, you know, I'm able to take this time and not have to commute into work, that I still have a job, that I have a roof over my head, that we all have food to eat and that everybody is healthy so far. So I'm just counting the blessings day by day. And I think that's kind of what you have to do during mm-hmm. times like this is just look at what you do have, focus on what you do have and not what you don't have, and just reflect gratitude back to the Lord.
3: Absolutely. And one of the things that you do have is Jesus.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Praise God. Yep. We can't have, have
1: too much gratitude.
0: Exactly. In fact, I
1: was up at like three o'clock this morning just thanking him for everything I could think of thanking him about.
0: You trying to tell me you had an attitude of gratitude?
1: Uh, Sure enough. (laughs) Uh, That's the kind of attitudinal stuff I like.
0: Well, I think that's pretty much where we have to be right now, folks, is that we just need to focus on the good and what we do have. And hopefully you're taking this as an opportunity to get closer to the Lord and develop your relationship with Him.
3: Oh, absolutely. And I think that's probably one of the reasons why it was meant to be like this.
0: Yeah, I agree, Mike. I know I'm certainly trying to up my game uh, in that area because... A lot of times we just get so darn busy, too busy, like the enemy is just trying to throw busy- busyness at us and I'm tired.
1: <laughs> it was a kind of a neat sight, though, to walk out into the neighborhood and around about four or five o'clock in the afternoon, there's people walking their dogs. And I saw a couple houses down where I heard kids laughing and playing and the parents were out there playing uh, cornhole.
0: Mm-hmm. with the
2: kids and stuff Little like swimming that.
0: swimming pools. Yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. how cool is that?
2: You know, I've been I've been driving over here for a couple of years now and leaving my neighborhood, driving into your neighborhood. It's usually dead. Yes. You might see somebody in my neighborhood or your neighborhood going from their car to their home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Mikey, I think you just mentioned it. Where is God in all this? Folks, open your front door. If you haven't walked out your front door yet mm. and looked at what's happening, yes, there's fear. Yes, there's yep. people Say concerned it, for their Say safety. It. Yes, there's people that that are dealing with real struggles and real troubles right now. But look out your front door. People are out, and they're talking to one another, and they're playing, and families are connecting. And God has given us an opportunity to slow down yes. the pace of life and refocus on yeah. what matters.
0: I stepped out the other day um, to let the dog out, and I couldn't believe I heard children laughing and playing. And mm-hmm. Who
2: let the dog
1: out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did. Yeah. I'm sorry. That mystery has finally been solved. <laughs> exactly. And, and I'm sorry, folks. I'm just a really in a good mood. I've just been in an attitude of gratitude today because the Lord has been so good to us and uh, I just hope uh, that you recognize in your life where he's been good to you.
0: You Hey, no apologies needed for that, right?
2: Yeah, hey, like I said, uh, somebody finally solved the mystery. How long have we been singing that song? (laughs) (laughs) Mm, (laughs) Oh, right? You're right.
0: It was was lovely to hear those kids laughing Mm -hmm. and playing outside. It reminded me of, like, when I was a kid and we used to do that. Right,
1: where they're running around and they're cackling
3: and screaming
1: and just having a ball. Yeah. No Sorry,
0: Mike. No I world. didn't mean to cut you off there. Did you well, cut Mike right. off? Well, he was talking. I yeah. No, I just
3: started. To. That's all right. And, and you know, the same thing, like you were saying, I've noticed uh, I have a couple of uh, chairs that I brought with me, plastic chairs that uh, I've set out in front. And I had to clean them the other day because they, uh, you know, after sitting around for the winter, if you want to call it winter, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I had to clean them up. And then the last few mornings I have, Made my coffee, and instead of sitting in my room, I pull one of those chairs out and I'm sitting out in the yard. And I, I, you can the peep the amount of people you see walking yeah. like you didn't see before is they're you know, just out walking around and um, wow, and and just watch God's creation as opposed to sitting in my room in that chair and just sitting out there and looking at the birds and the trees and just watching everything and as you say fritz thanking him and everything is so beautiful and wow
0: i really view this time as a a huge reality check time oh yeah for a lot of people because there's a lot of people that have been living in arrogance and ignorance um for so long that god doesn't exist and you know Just kind of taking that stance, and one little virus can just change everything, can't it? It can bring the world to a halt.
3: Yes, it did. And you think about it. um, This virus has stopped the whole world. Mm -hmm. All right? And many people are without jobs or not working at this point. And, you know, a lot of people probably saw that as an idol. Mm-hmm. and then just keep on going down the list what has stopped mm-hmm. and it, this is a tent attention getter absolutely and i was given a phrase earlier this week spiritual awakening mm. Mm.
0: Mm. powerful
3: and um I, I looked it up and trying to figure out what it is and <laughs> uh god's hand is in this all the way through absolutely
0: you know and Like I was saying before, it's a huge wake up call for not just Americans, but globally, you know, for all people of the world globally. It's an awakening. It's Mm -hmm. a time to realize who's really in control, because obviously our governments are not in control. They can't control a virus. Well, they think they are. Well, they, they, they have to provide that illusion of we've got this under control. Well, sure. Right. So that people aren't panicking left right and center but you know and i think they do a good job so i i feel like we definitely need to support them and help them in their efforts um but they're human at the end of the day there's only one god god is the only one who can fix all of this and it's up to his will and his desire as to whether or not he's going to choose to do that and either way we're going to have to be okay with it
2: got that right well, and throughout the course of the Bible, God has had uh, a lot of different ways of getting man's attention. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I'll tell you, if you think historically about some of the ways he's gotten man's attention, I like this approach.
0: Yeah. He got everybody's attention all at the same all time. All at once.
2: All at once. <laughs> and yes, people have died in the process. And and I, I am so cautious to, to not sound callous. Right. Right. But in the grand scheme of things, this is a pretty peaceful way of him getting everyone's attention and saying, Hold on, slow down for a moment and let's refocus. Mike, I like that spiritual awakening. Was that something you coined? No, no. It was given to me. Given to you? Yep. That's better than him saying, Joe, build an ark. (laughs) You picked up exactly where I was going there. Yep. Absolutely. Build
1: the ark, Joe.
2: Absolutely. It's coming. Although if if he did come and ask me to build the ark, I would debate mosquitoes with him. Is is that really necessary? Do we have to bring those this time? Can we talk about? Yeah. Can we just talk about that a little bit? You know? I
0: think they were hitchhikers.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> they snuck on board. Uh, so, you know, we have to think about this issue uh, because we're faced with it. And you know, one of I guess three things will happen it'll get worse. It'll get better. Or It'll stay somewhat the same. And so I think it's important for us to also think about how we're going to handle those situations too, and where we're going to put our trust. Um, it's not easy. Like Joe was saying, we don't want to discount the fact that people have lost their lives over mm-hmm. this um, and continue to lose their lives over this. But-
1: yeah, and like you and I were talking this afternoon What about the dialysis patients? Mm -hmm. And what about the cancer treatment patients Mm -hmm. and the people that depend on transportation and Mm -hmm. stuff to get there? And and you wonder if it's a death sentence for them.
0: Mm -hmm. It's horrid
1: to think like that.
0: You know, hopefully they're in positions where they can make other arrangements or they can get help. Um, But this is a great time to, you know think about those people and pray for those people. The one thing Shoot, we can the one thing we can absolutely 100% do in safety is pray for each other. Pray for the nation, pray for the world, pray for our leaders, pray for our families. You may feel helpless, but let me tell you prayer changes things and moves mountains. It just does. And especially when you have belief behind that prayer. Ooh, watch out.
1: You don't have to social distance from God.
0: No, you don't. That's the great news.
1: Speaking of social distancing, I want to uh, welcome everybody on Mixler tonight. Thanks for uh, tuning in with us. We sure appreciate that. Lee Phillips, how are you doing? And I see somebody else on there. Uh, I don't know who you are, but if you follow us on Mixler, I can uh, tell who you are. But thank you for joining us just the same. We appreciate it. And uh, we're just having... uh, a good time here, just uh, fellowshipping and talking about the Lord and how the Lord is prominent in all the midst of this chaos and kind of what we see. And uh, hopefully, we'll uh, say something that will encourage you, because this is God Stories Radio. It's all about Him. It's been our only agenda since we started to bring hope and encouragement, and uh, we're going to be here as long as uh, they'll let us gather. Mm-hmm. We're going to be here.
0: You know, I think about at the end of the day, the only thing we want to make sure is that our house is in order with the Lord. And when I say our house, I'm talking about our spiritual being. Bring
1: that, yeah. You know,
0: is in Word. order with the Lord. Yep. Um, and that's what we've got to focus on. We're being given an opportunity right now to focus on that. Um, so, you know, there's a scripture that I had been thinking about today, and it's in Romans 9, 21. Um, I'm actually going to read a little bit uh, before 921, but it's saying, and this is supposed to be like God's sovereign choice, is the name of the chapter. Um, I will have mercy on whom I have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I have compassion. It does not, therefore, depend on human desire or effort, but on God's mercy. For scripture says to Pharaoh, I raised you up for this very purpose, that I might display my power in you and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. Therefore, God has mercy on whom he wants to have mercy and he hardens whom he wants to harden. One of you will say to me, when thy when sorry <laughs> glasses when why does god still blame us for who is able to resist his will but who are you a human being to talk back to god shall what shall what is formed say to the one who formed it why did you make me like this does not the potter have the right to make out the same lump of clay uh the, sorry, I'm sorry. Let me start over on that verse. That is verse 21. Does not the potter have the right to make out the same lump of clay, some pottery for a special purpose and some for a common use? Or you could put the word garbage in there instead of common. You know, God is the potter at the end of the day, mm-hmm. and we are the clay, and he's either building us up for something, or he's allowing the garbage to be thrown into us. But either way, it's going to serve his purpose. Um, So I read from Romans, looks like half of 14, all the way through the end of 21, though. Um, And I just thought it was really powerful because at the end of the day, God's in control.
1: He is the artist. We are the canvas and the clay.
2: Absolutely. I I I think that that's, uh, that's something that we often forget. Fritz and I were having a good chat today. We were riding down the road and we are so used to being in control. Mm-hmm. We like to be in control. And let's be real, God gave us that gift. It's called free will. We have the choice to be in control as well. But there's a lot of peace and a lot of comfort when you read the words and when you understand that by giving up that control and following God and trusting God and understanding what His plan for you is, there's so much more peace that comes along with that.
0: I always felt like control was an illusion because... It's something that you perceive that you may have or not have. Yep. But at the end of the day, you don't really have it. God has it, and that's it.
2: You know the one that uh, I've been looking at. I'm I'm in Ephesians six, and this one speaks pretty loud to me. When when individuals ask me, we are almost accused of being. Flippant or or brazen sometimes about, well, you know, why aren't you taking this seriously? And how can you be so calm about it? And I I like to refer back to Ephesians 6, where uh, it says, finally be strengthened by the Lord and his vast strength. Put on the full armor of God so that you can stand against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers but against the rulers, against authorities, against the cosmic powers of this darkness, against evil spiritual forces in the heavens. For this reason, take up the full armor of God so that you may be able to resist in the evil day and having prepared everything, take your stand. I encourage you to go and read the rest of that chapter because it uh, it's Ephesians 6, but it it continues to go on talking about how god has equipped us with all the armor that we need to make it through any difficult situation
3: mm-hmm.
2: so uh if you've not yet fully embraced this this belief this faith might be a good place to start in these really troubling times because god is a uh, god has given us a lot of gifts and and it's not being flippant or brazen or or Laissez faire, Louisiana term for mm-hmm. you know, relaxed. Mm-hmm. It's just being confident that what God has promised is real.
3: Mm-hmm. That's very true. I mean, you know, flippant or whatever else. It's the it's the calm. It's the faith. The peace that we have because we have Jesus. Mm-hmm. And you know, again, people see it in another way.
2: You know, I I sit in this room with these individuals uh, as as often as I can. I'm inspired by surrounding myself by other Christians. But the one thing I can tell you is that everybody in this room worries. Mm -hmm. But everybody in this room, as quickly as they can, hands that worry off to God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen to that, brother. That's hard to do. I'm worried. It's very hard to do. I I worry all the time. It crosses my mind. Things Mm -hmm. come into my mind that cause me anxiety, that cause me worry, that cause me fear, and just knowing that I can immediately give that up to the Lord and say, God, please know, I I'm worried right now, I'm scared right now and just <laughs> tell him why. There's a there's a relief that comes along with that. And I was saying to Fritz,, uh, I feel like right now, it's game time. We've we've come to a point where we've had a really good, decade if you will mm-hmm. as a society as a world where for the most part the economy has gone well things have gone well people have been prospering and and life really hasn't been all that hard and so for those of us that have faith it's it's i would argue that it's been a little bit easy to have faith mm-hmm. when things are going well mm-hmm. and right now the real challenge the real test has begun and this is where you you have to you have to say to yourself all those prayers, all those scriptures I've read, all those church services I've attended, all those positive thoughts that I've had when things were good still applies today. God has the same promise for you today when things are tough mm-hmm. as he did yesterday when things were good.
0: Well, that brings a a good point up because God is the same now as He was yesterday and a uh, thousand uh, years ago, two thousand years ago, as He will be in the future. He doesn't change, you know, and He doesn't change His mind, etc. He is a God who is true to His word, He doesn't con- contradict His word. And you just have to hang on to the promises that He gives you. You have to rest assured and put your trust in him. Because when you think back to the beginning of Adam and Eve, it was a trust issue that they had. Yep. They didn't trust or believe in what God said. You know, It didn't make it any less true, but they had the issue and Satan was able to play off of that mm-hmm. with Eve. And then, of course, Adam kind of followed suit. So at the end of the day what are we called to we're called to trust and believe we're called to trust in God and to believe on the one whom he sent which is Jesus So you've got to get it right folks you've got it's it's the only thing that will matter at the end of the day you've got to get this part of your spiritual life right
3: Just just trying to imagine what Tina was just saying about Adam and Eve they walked with God
0: Mm
3: -hmm. imagine that
0: and talked with him and everything else amazing and
3: they still did what they did just like the Egyptians when they were released from their 400 years of
0: the Israelites yep
3: from being um
2: I often have folks challenge me and and they say well Why isn't God revealing himself or why doesn't he show himself or I've asked God to show me something or specific or whatnot, you know, challenging God. And at the end of the day, here's my my one winning rebuttal to that. For those of us that have the faith, for those of us that believed, he's done it. He sent Mm. Jesus. Mm. And even when Jesus came and walked the earth, nonbelievers still nailed him to a tree and killed him. Mm-hmm. So just by God coming and revealing some miracle doesn't mean that all of a sudden you're going to become overwhelmed with belief and no. and 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 faith. You you have to you have to develop that. Right. And that comes through. Go ahead, Mike. And and the Pharisees asked the same thing of
3: Jesus: show me, show me signs. Mm-hmm. And he said, None will be shown to you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, guys, if we could take a right turn for just a second. We
1: had one of our very faithful listeners just uh, uh, write in and uh, say that uh, uh, her husband is on hospice at home. And uh, she just got approved for FMLA so that she could be home with him Mm -hmm. to take care of him. Mm -hmm. And I thought about that when I looked at it for a second. I went, Wow. How blessed are we? Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're sitting here talking about the virus, and then some people are fighting for their life. Mm-hmm. They have nothing to do with the virus, mm-hmm. just everyday tragedy, mm-hmm. life itself. Mm-hmm. So if we could, uh, any of you want to pray or you just want?
0: I'd like to pray. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. That'd be great.
0: Okay. Father, I just lift this individual and her husband up to you, Lord. Mm-hmm. And, Father, I just pray you put peace and comfort and love in their life, Lord, that you would help them during this difficult time, that you would uh, relieve discomfort, Lord, and pain, Lord, that you would help them to receive whatever it is that you have for them in these moments, Lord, that they would embrace it, and just be filled with your spirit and your love, Lord, and your joy. I know it's hard to find joy in times of despair, Lord, but I pray that you make this um, a fruitful time for them where they can just see what you're trying to show them through this and be with them and comfort them, Lord. Father, ultimately, in our humanness, we pray for healing and recovery and strength. But Father, if it's not your will and it's time for that individual to come home to you, then I pray you make it as peaceful as possible. I pray that you would leave your spirit with those that are suffering and mourning, Lord, and help them through this time. Father, I just pray for your care and your comfort to just engulf them so that they can just be cradled in your arms, Lord, during this time. Father, we love you, and we know and we trust that you know what's best for each one of us, even when it's not what we want. But we trust you, and we love you, and it's in the name of Jesus that we pray. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. And thank you so much. I'm not going to say your name, but thank you so much for writing in and sharing that with us. That's why we're here. This is God Stories Radio, and we're here for you, and especially in this time of crisis. And uh, thank you. Thank you for sharing that, because uh, that puts a lot of things in perspective for me, Yeah, sitting here. It really, really does. Jay Calhoun, how are you, brother? Good to see you. Well, I don't see you, but... Uh,
0: <laughs> you kinda, see his icon.
1: I see his icon. You need an emoji or something, man. You get uh, somebody design that for you. David Haas is good at that. But anyway, thanks for uh thanks for uh, locking in and locking on to God Stories Radio. We appreciate it. We do. All right. Thanks for the cookies, Joe.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Man, that's good. You know, you uh you took us on that right turn and and right before we were we made the turn, one of the things that I was going to look to Mikey and, and kind of chat about was God's given us a promise, and and we know what the promise is. But one thing is that while we're here on earth, this was tough for me to understand before I, I truly became a believer. He never promised it would be easy here. No. He did not. He never said it was going to be, you know, that we were all going to be rich and famous and prosper and have everything we wanted. But what does he promise? When we say that, Mikey. When Not a when, rose garden. Right. He didn't promise us a rose garden. Not at all. Mike, if you were to describe the, the promise, what what's waiting at the end? What's waiting at the end? He is. Yeah. Um, if
3: you're a believer and you walk with him and everything else, he's got a hold of my right hand. Yeah. And he's not going to leave me. Um, it's been 13 years that I've had that hope. Um, and I've had hopes, like you had mentioned before, that, uh, you know, it also says in, uh, in the book and in, in Believe Job specifically that uh, you know uh, what Satan has taken away from you, you will get x amount of times in return, and and um, it's uh, it's been 13 years, and if if it doesn't, then it doesn't, I yeah. just have Jesus.
2: Amen, amen.
3: Um, when this initially happened, um, I thought it was going to be the worst year of my life, but it was actually the best. Because he found
2: me. Amen to that. Absolutely. Tina, I see you thumbing through the Bible over there. Do (laughs) do you have a scripture to follow that up? She's a busy worker bee man over there.
0: Well, it's again, it's in Romans. And I was just reading this and I just thought it's just, it's so beautiful and apropos. Uh, This is Romans 8, verse 14. And it goes all the way down through 17. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God or are the children of God. The spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are God's children, then we are heirs heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, mm. if indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory.
1: There is no shortage of stuff in Romans, I'm going tell you right now. No, no, no. We just park it there for a while.
2: <laughs> you know, and, and when Jesus was here, he told us in uh, in John, the way to the Father. And it, uh, it says... In my father's house are many rooms. If not, I was not, just going to go there. Yeah. Uh huh. Mansions. If not, I would have told you. I am going away to prepare a place for you. If I go away and prepare a place for you, I will come again and take you to myself, so that where I am, you may also be.
3: Amen.
2: You know the way to where I am going. And Mikey, what's the way? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. I am the way the truth and the life
3: no one comes to the father except through me. Amen.
2: John
3: 14:6 Romans 8:18 8,
1: says I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in in us for the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed.
0: Hmm
1: our present sufferings
0: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. interesting need an answer there you go yep he's coming the, the bible
2: is where to look jesus is coming he is coming i'm jesus on the first bus coming. out amen yes. to that he is i tell you it's uh folks grab a bible dust it off i'm uh i'm not a fan it, I'm sure you've heard me say it here. I think I've said it here, but on the other podcast, I say it every week. I'm not a fan of the digital Bible because uh, Satan gets all the distractions right in the way by mm-hmm. the way of notifications and everything else. Um, dust off your Bible and read. Absolutely. Turn off your notifications. I I, I shut down another one today. I uh, I I've gotten rid of all the news apps on my phone. I, I don't follow social media anymore because at the end of the day, I I can I can open the Bible. I can read the Bible. I, I know the, the word is there and I am leaned into my family and my neighbors and my friends right now. And that's where the focus is. But I left a notification uh, alert available for, of all things, the Weather Channel. <laughs> and do you know when I picked up my phone today, the Weather Channel had a notification sitting on my screen. Coronavirus cases in the U.S. top the entire world. Mm-hmm. And so I went straight to my notifications and I weather channels out now, too. They're out there. I just I, I, I don't need the distractions. It's only going to get worse noise. from here, Jim.
1: Everybody's name is Jim on the weather channel.
2: It's gonna wor-
1: Jim, it's only going to get worse from here, Jim. Oh, my gosh. No, no finer example. Than right there,
2: he uh he the devil finds a way to get to you. I I oh, every I time. shut I shut down every path I thought that I could think of to get him out of my face right
3: now. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I wouldn't use the app either because again, like you know, like we spoke last week, I read it, and I, when I do read it, I read it aloud, so mm. I hear it at the same time as I'm reading it, and um, I believe that that's a little bit more um, enlightening. Yeah, and you do remember it. Because how much do you remember, what you read, and then how much do you remember when you speak, and you put that together,
2: there it is, there it is, there it is. Higher put, percentage. Put them both together. You're absolutely right.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, I uh, I tell you, thanks for having me back this week. And and when Fritz uh, called me and asked to come in this week, he he mentioned um, the testimony mm-hmm. and. It's uh I, I told him I'm just not this was not the week mm-hmm. uh, and I believe so for right. me because I, I I think it was wasn't. I love what you guys do here. Um and I, I look forward to the day that we move past this crazy and I come in and, and give my testimony because I'll tell you, I see my testimony being written right now. Not that it hasn't been written up until this oh, moment. I, I agree. But I, thousand percent. I see my my faith journey has been building and building and building up until this moment, my friends. I I tell you, God's Stories Radio, you're here for hope, encouragement. What's the other word I always comfort. forget? It. Comfort. Lean into the Bible, friends. That's where you're going to find your Absolutely. hope, your encouragement, and your comfort.
3: Mm-hmm. You, have, you have no excuse at this time with the time that you have. Jesus wow. wants you to come to him. And who knows,
1: you know, this could be the Lord's final plea to us. Hey, hey. I think it's uh, I stopped everything to give you a chance. Yeah. I think it's gonna, gonna be an awakening. That?
2: Yeah. A revival. Well, Tina, you you mentioned it, and I think we uh we took one of our famous left-hand turns uh when you started diving into it. But there's only three outcomes to this, right? Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, which whichever way that goes, you need to be at peace.
0: Mm-hmm. You do. And um Uh, Again, just kind of looking through the Bible, and this scripture jumped out for me, and it's uh, when Jesus was talking to the Pharisees, and he was talking about what defiles them. He said, for out of our hearts come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, slander. These are what defile a person. But eating with unwashed hands does not defile them. I just thought it was a good visual for right now because what are we all doing? We're washing our hands, hands, right? right? But that's not what defiles us at the end of the day. It's what's inside our hearts. we got to get the heart clean. We've got to, the only way to get there is by getting into the word of God and allowing him to circumcise your heart because that heart has gotten really hard and the world tends to harden it. And the Bible tends to soften it.
2: That'll that'll preach. The beauty is that uh, God didn't rank any of those. And I, I think that's always important to remember and to understand. And you can't hear it enough that sin is sin. And if you're sitting on the fence and you're negotiating with yourself as to, you know, gosh, no, I've done so many terrible things. Or, you know, God could never. Yes, he could. Yes, he could. Yes, he could. He's written it over and over in his book. There is nothing in your world that can hold you back from him. Mm-hmm. You negotiate with yourself, Jeff? Oh, absolutely. I always lose. <laughs> I used to think I won.
1: <laughs> yeah. so I walk away hurt every time.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go back to Romans 10. All right, Mikey. 8 through 10. What, it, what does it say? The word is near you. If it is in your mouth and in your heart. That is, the message concerning faith that we proclaim. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you progress your faith and are saved. Wow,
1: that's a thinker. Mm-hmm was blowing it up with Romans tonight. I tell you, it's just uh, <laughs> on the money.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Of course, well, the Bible is. a living is.
0: word, right? Well, it
1: is a living word. You need answers? There's no better way to,
0: to turn. Can, and You can lift this Bible up and say this is Jesus because he amen. is the word, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. That's if in you, Romans 2, 412. Mm-hmm. If you've got a phone, you can read, you know, mm-hmm. Bible apps.
2: And right now, uh, many of us are, are home. I know we talked last week about I was Anticipating the letter and, and I got the letter the next day. And I know that uh I'll be off for a little while, but I'll tell you genuinely, <laughs> got a lot of trust, got a lot of faith. Yep. And I'll I'll leave you at least for me tonight. Uh the, the last uh last scripture I'll quote is Psalm 4610. Mm-hmm. No better time to be still and know that I am God. Mm-hmm. Oh, amen to amen. that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mic drop. <laughs> yep.
2: I will
3: be exalted in the earth. I will be was it? I'd be exalted among the earth, and I'll be exalted among all the nations. Yeah, that is a mic drop right there. Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: Well, I sure hope tonight's podcast has blessed you, and feel free to write in and let us know either your thoughts or comments or how we can be praying for you. Um, I know that some of you are dealing with really, really difficult life issues right now. And there's nothing that any human can say to make you feel better at the end of the day. Um, so don't look for your don't look for your resource to be in people. Look for it to be in God, because mm-hmm. He is the only one who can fulfill you and help you in the way that you need. He's got just the right size key for your heart.
2: And Tina, can I can I even encourage just for a moment? Allow yourself to be one of God's tools and vessels in this time as well. Be looking for the signs that God is undoubtedly sending for those around you that need help as Mm -hmm. well.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yep.
3: But as Joe said a number of times, get into your Bible and read the Bible. That will help ease the difficulty, the pain.
2: Yeah. Instant stress relief. And if you need if you need prayer if you need uh, if you need anything please uh, email in this this group of folks and myself included is a, a guest every once in a while be more than happy to add you to our prayer lists and make sure that we're lifting you up as well. Tina, where do they write in for that?
0: Uh, you can write us at either directly on our website at GodStoriesRadio.com. Or you can send me uh, personally an email at radio, tina at gmail.com.
1: And also radio at gmail.com. The website is a good source to go to. And you can get to all of our podcasts now if you want to go back and become a serial listener. <laughs> and after all this mess is over, I'm going to get some T-shirts printed. And I like <laughs> said I'm a GSR serial listener.
3: There's <laughs> already been a couple of guys that uh, have mentioned that uh, they want one.
1: Like oh, Robert Herman is one of them. Yeah, it's going to happen. Ray Flannery, mm-hmm. he's getting one. Wow. Man, well, we just uh, we just appreciate you tuning in and being with us. And hopefully there was something that we said or a scripture that touched your heart and encouraged you just a little bit. Uh, as they said, you know, get in touch with us. It's GodStoriesRadio at gmail.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the show and, uh, you know, uh, we, we're not really quite sure, we could be on lockdown and... 24 to 48 hours here so yep. you can call in from the comfort of your own living room it's uh get in touch with tina it's god stories radio tina at gmail.com and we'd love to book you we'd love to have you because we're going to continue to be here as long as they'll legally allow us and um, who knows there might even be some workarounds there we'll have mikey call in or something <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, but I'm a few miles away. Someone I'm not or somebody. In the next will, neighborhood.
1: Yeah, we're going to commit to being here. Someone or somebody will be here. And, uh, you know, just getting that, that prayer request tonight mm-hmm. over Mixler, that was worth it to mm-hmm. me. And I just uh, appreciate uh, the person that shared that. And we're going to continue to pray for you and uh, make sure that uh, just getting what you need. But uh, keep in touch and let us know how that's going, please. And uh, to everybody else, uh, Jay and family, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate that. I think you're still in Virginia right now, so we appreciate you tuning in, and hopefully everything's going on good. Love to the family there. And uh, we appreciate everybody that uh, helped support us in this time of need so that we can we can be here. We appreciate the people that push the button, and, and uh, if you feel a nudge to push the button, we understand times are tough, so we're not asking for money. But if God leads you to do so, there's a button there. We appreciate it. Whatever. It all helps. It does. Big time. Thank you. uh, Thank you so much for that. And uh, well, that about wraps it up for Session 238. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. God bless you. God bless.
0: God bless.